My name is Aram Vartsi and I'm the Dungeon Master for God's Fall and welcome back for a very special episode number 14, To Have and To Hold. We've got a lot to cover this week, but before we do, we have one more shout out to Battle Bards. BattleBards produces premium audio for all of your tabletop RPG needs. And this week, we're going to talk about the music BattleBards has to offer. Everything from dwarven chants, elven dirges, Halfling Campfire Sing-Along. <laughs> the Pained Wails of the Drow Underdark. Even a jolly bunch of spellcasting gnomes. So if you want your tabletop RPG to sound as good as God's Fall does, check out BattleBards.com. And also be sure to check out God's Fall at GodsFall.com. We've got tons of maps and layouts and character sheets and information that'll really help bring this podcast and the world we're creating to life. We've also got links on our website to our Patreon account and to our t-shirts if you want to help support God's Fall and make it the best Dungeons & Dragons podcast available. This week, you're going to hear a substantial audio increase because we're using a Behringer XR18 and five stereo wireless lav mics. It is a far better and far more expensive audio setup than we usually use. My friend is generously donating it for a couple of our podcasts, but eventually he's going to have to charge us. So about midway through this episode, when you hear that jump in quality, if you like what you hear, go to godsfall.com and check out our Patreon account. The more support we have guarantees that that rig will stay with us for the rest to the show. But that's enough housekeeping for now. Let's get to the podcast. My name is Doug, and I play Doro Knot, the level three halfling rogue. Hi, I'm Kay, and I am playing Phryne Tinuith, the high elf bard third level. Hi, I'm Steven. I play Torvik Wildtongue, the level three dwarf paladin. Hi, I'm Michael. I play Zion Preeton, a level three sorcerer human. And my name is Aram, and I'm the Dungeon Master for God's Fall, a custom 5th edition Dungeon & Dragons campaign in Washington, D.C. Last week, the players finally made it to the Grand City Kingdom of Ani, only to almost be killed by the very walls themselves. That's another 20. Wow. wow. All right, so uh, you no. just grab them and You're like sail. the Michael Phelps of Halflings. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Michael Phelps of Halflings. No more life debt nonsense, okay? Okay! <laughs> Consider you my friend and everything's gonna be okay. Once the PCs escaped their sinking ship and had their wounds tended to, they scattered throughout Ani. Doro, worried he was unable to protect his new friends, broke off from the rest so he could hone his divinity and perfect his teleportation. I can't protect anyone. And if we don't get stronger, if we don't figure out how to do this... So pop pop and you're outside. And I so just drive you're... down the alley. Zion, Para, and Phryne headed to the Great Library of Ani to learn more about the old gods and see how they could be affecting them now. Can He is, after all, a surf, probably not. No, and he's been like really kind of quiet this entire time because he didn't want to say anything, but if you flat ask him, he's like, no, I, I, I can't read. 
Phryne, I'm not sure what the, uh, what the protocol here is, but uh, either to you or to your father, or to someone, I would like to officially request asylum in Ani. While Torvik and Oinki headed to the center of Ani to visit the guild halls, pay his dues, and try and learn more about this ancient armor form Steelbeard had given him. Uh, I'm gonna stop by the guild first, pay my dues. Okay, excellent. Um, Hello, good sir. Welcome to the Guild of Guilds for Gilding. <laughs> While there, the piglet broke away from the dwarf, leading Torvik on a chase throughout the city that ended at the feet of the Temple of Zavan. You're filling out some paperwork, you're signing things, you're handing over gold, you're going through things. You'd put oinkers down just for one second, and out of the corner of your eye, you notice that he is bolting for the door. He is on the ground and running straight out the front door. I've got the oinkers! Come back! Is the hole big enough for me to get through? All right, so you start pushing and like trying to find your way in, like getting into the hole, and you lean against that wall, and you fall right through it and into a chamber that held a 20-foot-tall stone statue covered in gold leaf. The statue resembled the long-dead god of Ogun and was cradling a garnet sphere so slick that Torvik could not pick it up. After he finally managed to get the gem into a small bag, he started back up the stairs to the surface only to awaken the sleeping stone golem. You are practicing, correct? Yes. Okay. And what have you been doing exactly? The activation of it being more of a muscle memory thing instead of it me being a concentrate on making it happen. So right. you do things like you get up where you could fall off of and not hurt yourself, but it's still you're free falling and then teleport. And then do things where you fall like into a bale of hay and sure. teleport out of it or right. something. Okay. Or, Things that, so it becomes more of a, a reflex that you learn that is more like, you just, like when you fall forward, you throw up your hands. Right, I see what you're saying. It's, anytime you want, you can be 50 feet away from you. Anything past that, you do have to stop and focus before you can move. So that seems to be, at least for right now, a barrier that you're hitting. So you spend the day doing that and then you just want to sleep? Uh, at some point before I do go to bed, uh, and I'm not too drastically tired. Right. I do go out and like get something to eat. Sure. And I'll pay for it and everything. And You're in kind of. I mean, again, it's bad. I have to say that. Yeah. There's no. <laughs> I will actually pay. Yeah, there's I'll, no real yeah. slums of Ani. Okay. Yeah. There, but this is the lower income area. There are just tenants piled on top of each other. Very narrow alleyways. The main roads are clear. So there's, there's, there are those giant roads that cut through on, you know, on E. But once you get into the tenements here, it is packed on top of each other. And it's loud and it's hot, right? But there's a lot of small places to get decent food. So it's, it's not too pricey. A, a couple silver for a decent meal and maybe some, you know, stale bread to take with you. While you're eating, uh, roll me a perception. 11. Okay. It's a fantastic meal. It's a busy crowd. It is feast day after all, so there's it's some still music. feast day. It is feast day today. Yeah, the 18th of Adon. It is feast day, so it is. A, oh, oh, wait. I thought that was like a holiday or something. No, no, no. Feast day is every. It's just a day. It's, one it's of like the days. Thursday. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But it's like it's the equivalent of Saturday. So that's their feast day. That's the day where everyone has the day off, and you know, yeah. it's a big feast. Right. Exactly. Feast. Yeah. Yes. Pretty clear. Yeah. So you have a nice meal and you start heading back towards your place to sleep, okay? And I would like one more perception roll as you're walking to that back alley. Five. What is your AC? Uh, 14. 
there was like that nest area where you could uh, climb up into, right? So there's like a knotted rope that you've kind of tucked around behind this thing and you've pulled it out and you start to go a climb and an arrow just misses your finger and slams into the wall in front of you. You because know, you were high and happy Doro and blah blah blah. And says, I just had some delicious jerky. <laughs> no, he's still in emo phase. So this is where you are, right here. You just kind of turned from this main road into this alley, all right? And the arrow came from a guy on the rooftop here. Uh, Roman intelligence. 14. It's the same guy Para pointed out at the boat race. Uh, he gets around. He moves pretty oh. fast. Yes, he does. How did he get here? Maybe he was on our Because boat. you guys got into a big, huge boat and left. It wasn't like you were hiding. He knew exactly where you were going. We you know? Yeah, but he would have had to have gone by boat. Yes, yeah, he, would have. he would have had to have gone by He would have had to have been on the other boat from us. Uh, or on our same boat and we didn't notice it, but we're not there. But... Fair enough. So, uh, <laughs> initiative. Okay, DM first. You see this guy? I need a perception roll real quick. What? <laughs> Come on, stop that. What'd you get? 20. Perfect. You see a guy step out from behind the quarter here and into the alley behind you here. Both of them have a club in their hands and the guy on here has a short bow and he's aiming it at you. Who's turned first? Uh, DM3s. Okay. So pick whichever one you want to go first. All right. the, okay, the guy behind you is going to hold his action and stand in the mouth of the door. Uh, the other guy is going to advance towards him and the guy on the roof is going to take another shot at you. He fires, bang, and he misses you again, and he's already loading a second one. How big are these people? They're humans? They're, they're humans, and they're goonish. So, okay. you know, big humans. Yeah, their heads are right. tiny by any chance. No, 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 no. Do no, I no. speak tiny head tribe? No, you do not speak tiny head <laughs> brain tribe. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> you so hit me. Oh, hey, sorry about that. Hey, what's up? I thought you were someone else. Hey, I'm friends with Friday. Oh, yeah. You always be the other tribe where both their heads and their bodies are tiny. It's so great. <laughs> How does attack opportunity works? Does it when you go through an enemy's threatened correct area? You have um, to run past either of them. You will invoke an attack of opportunity, but only if you take an action though. Like if you decide to, to if he's stepping into the area and out of it, he invokes an attack of opportunity. If you're fleeing and you just do nothing but leave an attack of opportunity, you don't. Invoke it, but if you run through someone, whether you're running or not, you would invoke it. Right. So he'll, and also because he held his action. So there's that as well. I teleport there and then run. <laughs> no, because teleport is your movement action. So you can't teleport and run. Oh, well then I dash. That's a bonus action. That you can do. So how far <laughs> can you dash? It'd be 25 feet. Yeah. Yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. This, he can still see you. These two are going to have to run to catch up. That's fine. You are struck in your back shoulder with an arrow. It doesn't pierce all the way in. It, it just kind of cuts deep into you, so the arrow doesn't, you know, actually, it's not embedded inside you. You only take four points of damage, but I need a constitution save. 18. 18, all right. You feel drowsy, uh -oh. and you have, you have certainly been poisoned, but you keep fighting it. Blink again. So you're just you're just gonna move. Yeah. Okay. So you keep going. You lose them pretty quickly. A minute later, I need another 
save. <laughs> no. No? Okay. You kind of like, you lose them and you think you're clear and you find your way into an alley and you kind of shove yourself in, in behind a couple bins and boom, you are out cold. So, you fell through this wall, and I need a dexterity save from you. Twelve. Twelve. All right, well, you catch yourself at about the sixth or seventh step. So you tumble a couple times down a stone a, a staircase. You get about ten feet down, and there's another forty feet straight down. The staircase descends a good sixty feet in total and meets of square platform in the center. There seem to be other staircases going up at four points, northwest, southeast, but it's a little far for your dark vision to see. What you can see though is down at the landing in front of you where all those staircases meet as if it was an inverted pyramid, there is a 20 foot stone statue covered in what appears to be gold leaf. Its hands are cupped in front of it and held within is a sphere of stone that seems to be slowly rotating. Wonderball. Wonderball, a wonderball. <laughs> so, right. and you see Oinkers, and Oinkers is down there at the foot of the of the statue, just walking around and sniffing it. Stupid pig! I'm going to turn you into bacon. <laughs> Don't ever run away from me. What is that? This is a representation of the god Ogun, or the dead god of Earth, Ogun. So you, you incredibly broad shoulders, just way too must just overly muscular, right? And stout and, you know, a heavy beard and long, thick hair. And he's got his arms in front of him kind of cupped. And sitting inside there is a ball about this large of granite, perfectly round. So you are barely looking on your tippy toes past the tips of his fingers. And it looks like the ball is just sitting in his hands. And it is slowly turning, much like the one above, but there's no signs of water or anything. Do you want me to take the ball? Point, point. Hate you, pig. So I reach up and feel around and try to All right. get the ball. And you feel something, but there's absolutely no grasp to it whatsoever. Your hands just slide. Your fingers touch this sphere and just keep sliding right off, and you get absolutely no purchase whatsoever. All right, I guess I, I, I would take out like a like a, my little hammer or something and try to tap it off or something. All right, so you just kind of reach up and like, it is free, so you tap, tap, and then it rolls off and boom, hits, hits the ground. It's like, oh, but it doesn't chip, it's not strained, it's just that you can't pick still, it up. Still can't pick it no, up. No, absolutely not. You know, like you can guide it with your hands, right? You can move it around, okay. but you can't seem to actually grab it. So you figure, like if you had a bag, you could just push it inside, you just roll it right inside. It takes you a while, but you're going to succeed at some, <laughs> at, at some point it'll roll. So eventually you're able to roll it. You just kind of like... Two hours a, later. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, right, right. Mortgage at some point... Like, oh, you at some, at, acolytes are like wandering. Right. Like, what the hell is this? What are they doing? At some point, Oikers actually walks over, picks up the lip of the bag and helps you. Like, like <laughs> come on, come on, let's roll it. There you go. It's in the bag and you've got the sphere. Now what? You said the, the door's closed though, right? Uh, well, it, you, all you can see is a wall at the top of it. You don't know. There was no door. You just fell through the wall. Okay. And then I, I walk up to the... I want to walk How up heavy to is the this thing? How heavy is the a sphere? About five pounds. So it's, it's about that big, you know. Yeah, clearly, I can, I can push it and move it. And... Uh, I'd like a perception, please. 
17. Okay, good. You put a foot on the steps to go back up and you hear scraping stone behind you as you turn to see the statue's eyes glowing oh, and God. his hands that lower. Not again. <laughs> so I, I kind of I pull the shield out because I know something's going to happen. And... So you're going to stand your ground? Oinkers, by the way, is already halfway up the staircase. I, I'm gonna follow one because I, I think, think he that's has a good the, idea. Uh, good idea. Of the, no, uh, fight the golem. I would. <laughs> fight the golem. I would like a dexterity roll, please. Imagine all that XP. Fifteen. Okay, you Not are pretty golem. agile in your armor. Yeah. This <laughs> afternoon, you are pretty agile in your in your like armor, and you <laughs> bolt your way up these stairs until you get to the stone and boom, it is a stone wall. You are at a stone wall at the end of a staircase and you turn back to see a golem climbing the stairs after you. So Oinkers is trying to like get his little butt and like his little butt is stuck and it's wiggling. He's trying to make is his way. Is that the hole that I fell through? Is there any way no, I can No, 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 that is a little tiny hole oh, that was okay. on like the floor, like a little larger than a rat hole would be. You just went through the wall, like literally passed through oh, stone. Oh, okay. I yeah. Like, as, it, as if it like became had, insubstantial okay. and you oh, simply fell through. I thought through. it was like, a, like the whole wall fell through. No, 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 no. You just, no, you just passed through, which is probably why no one came down after you. So Oinkers is, is trying to get through. He's a little stuck. But he's getting there and his little butt's wiggling. It's almost out. But you were kind of at a dead end. So I, I, I grab my bag and I roll the ball down the, down the steps at him. He... Leans down, puts his hands out, like the, the ball. Cover of right now. <laughs> what does that look like? Excellent. Yeah. He leans down, puts his hands down, and the ball that is not a rolls. Good thing. No, it is not. <laughs> and the ball rolls onto his fingers, and he cups them, and then he freezes and stops moving, right there on the stairs. So kind of like halfway up, holding the ball right there. So I'm going to walk over to the back of his, like his calf, mm-hmm. his calf, and just take a smack at it. Yep. Just try to take it and. Nothing. Not even a, your sword's not magical, right? It's a warhammer, but no, it's not. No. Magical. Yep. Wang, 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 wang. See, that's Nothing. why I can't fight. It's so calm. Nothing at all. Just wang. Not even a, like not even a dent or a chip or anything. Whatever the hell this thing is made out of. In fact, we roll an intelligence. You're a dwarf. You might know what a, what a golem is. No, four. You do not know what a golem is. So <laughs> you are wang on its arm, on its leg for a good minute and nothing. Not a dent. Not a chip. Nothing. So I call. I want to call Oinkers back. Right, well, he, he well he just kind of grab his tail because he's not quite through oh, okay. the biggest pop. He's like, and I'm like, gonna take my oh. little pouch. Okay. And I look at him and I say, Yeah. I'm going to try to communicate to him that I'm gonna put the ball in the pouch. Okay. I'm gonna tie it to him. Okay. And he's gonna run, and he run and run and, and run and get out of here. Okay, all right. I want. Okay, oh, so you're basically going to scoop your ball, give it to Oinkers, and have Oinkers run through the hole. All right, I would like you to roll me a dexterity roll. This golem's going to be rampaging through the street <laughs> while me chasing a pig yeah, so with I a bag mean, tied to what, it. I know what a golem is in yes. like real life. Yes, okay. But what, what is, is it? In this, in this game, there are a series of different kinds of golems. There are flesh golems, clay golems, stone golems, but they are basically constructs that have been imbued magically with a spirit. And then they are. Then they will serve the creator of whatever they're born into. They can be told to stand someplace and guard someplace. They can be basically. They can be given a command that they will then do until they are given a new command. Just the one. Just the one. Exactly. So that is what he is facing down well, right there now. There are 
way more sophisticated ones that yes. can actually yeah. but for be the told, like, guard this castle. And right. They'll patrol it and, like, raise and lower drawbridges and, like, function as a guard and stuff, but you can't well, talk to them and you can't, In my like, world, they can do one command. So, like, they could be, like, you'd have to have a drawbridge golem and then you'd have to have a guard golem as well. You'd have to have one, one for each thing if you wanted them to, to, to do it continuously. So they're a little dumber in this world. What's your dex roll? Six. <laughs> Six. Okay. And the pig is now dead. All right. So you go to scoop the ball up, and you have it up for a second, and the golem wakes, and you drop the ball, and boom, it drams right back into it. You know, it's like the hands go up, and then boom, they catch the ball so again. So now he's kind of like primed, like before he kind of. He's a little closer now. Yes. He like like his eyes have risen, and his hands are here. As opposed to being here. Because when I did it the first time, it wasn't instant that he woke up. Right. But now it is instant every time. It took I a little while to power up, but he has. Really, yeah, he was recently powered up. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Oinkers, this is going to be bad. Right, right. Oinkers is like, he's like, no, ready, ready. He's like, got his mouth open, ready to get the pass. So I'm going to try one more time to scoop it with the bag and all in one motion. Dex roll. Come on, something good. Nope, 10. 10? That's. Fine, actually, just trying to get a ball into a bag, and you've done it three times already. So you bag it, and you hand it, and Oinkers grabs it, and Oinkers rolls a 19. I'm assuming he's going to have a dex plus of one because he's a very fine pig. So he with his 20, he gets right to that hole, and he plunges himself through it, and his little tail is waggling. The golem wakes, and his eyes simply look past you. You press yourself against the wall, and he moves past you, and he's going to grab Oinkers as he's trying to get out of the wall. Do you want to do anything? I'm going to run up and push Oinkers' butt and try to get him through. Okay. He's, the golem's not paying attention to me. All right, so, so I just go up in his best Let's as I just can. say that, whack, you just smack him in the ass and shoot him through that hole. The golem comes right past you and you can just feel the wind of it as a fist the size of your head slams past your face and strikes that wall, punches a hole straight through it. So he is just punching that wall down. Just sit back and relish yeah, it. Right. I made a door. Right. A couple rounds later, he is just ripped right through it and is starting to run through this temple. That as you now step out of it and are actually looking around, you can tell that it's a temple to Zavon because as you look, over the walls and across towards the water, there's a, in our world, holographic projection. In their world, some sort of magical image. So as you look over, it looks like a giant Zavon is striding the entire canal, you know, maybe a mile tall. And this kind of occasion will turn his head and look this way, and look that way. And that's just the image that you see. And that's as you're running through this. How fast is this going? I wouldn't assume he's very fast. He is, I mean, he moves as fast as a human would run, just basically because of his height. Okay. Yeah. So he is moving. He's moving through. slow, but he's, each step is very far. Okay. Exactly. A lot more than that. Got Perception. Four. Four. Okay, well, he's making a beeline. I mean, you can see him, but you can't see oinkers, but you can see the direction he's going. Now, there are a couple acolytes. There, there doesn't seem to be a very busy in this temple, probably because they're all they're gathered. All, they're all picketing. <laughs> exactly. But there are a couple of them there, and they are like shrinking back against walls as this giant stone golem is rampaging through their temple. 
So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm running along with the golem because he's okay. leading me to Oinkers. So you are running from the edge in towards the center, and as you do now that you know some of them are running to the side and running away from the center large sphere, you can see Oinkers run around the base and duck around it. The golem just comes and he's like, Rack! and he strikes oh, that huge sphere, and it rolls off the pedestal, slams to the ground, and begins rolling out onto the main street. So a 20-foot stone orb is now rolling out onto the main street <laughs> from the temple as you chase oh. oinkers and the golem the opposite way onto the as other main running, road. Though, I'm looking at these acolytes and screaming like, does anybody know what this is? Chase us! They, they are just terrified. They're terrified, mouth agape, stunned. I mean, they maybe they hear you, but no one responds. They just don't know what to do. Look, they didn't think we were bad news before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? Oinkers, as you can see, has run out of the temple and onto one of the main roads. There are now people screaming and running as a giant stone. Like a Godzilla film. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And there's a couple guards, too, who start shouting. And you can see two of them, full plate mail and halberds, standing in front of it. And it looks like they're going to fight. The golem? Yeah. Alright, well. am I within voice? You're running shout? behind this, so you're like within like 30 feet, absolutely. Okay, so I, I, I scream down to Oinkers, Oinkers, drop the bag! Okay, Oinkers drops the bag, but he's about 60 feet behind where the soldiers are. And I, and I look at them and, and say, kind of get out there. of the way! You can't beat this thing, I tried it! They're Move. standing their ground, initiative. I need an issue from you. You presumably the guards. 19. So the guards rolled one, unshock, unsurprisingly, okay. and the golem rolled 11. Uh, okay, and we'll have, I guess, Oinkers act with Torbic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, let's have that happen, correct. Okay, so Torbic and Oinkers. So I'm going to use my action just to keep screaming at them. Just move a little bit. He's going to stop as soon as he gets to the bag behind you. They are fully focused on this thing and are advancing up a... a a little bit, and you just see the golem raise his fist to just crush him. Okay? Now, oh God, you can't. You, stupid. but then Oinkers picks the bag up, darts underneath their legs, through the golem's legs, and the golem turns and starts running now directly towards you. Perfect. Now I, I grab the bag from Oinkers and okay. I, I just open it and like roll it toward the statue. All right, so you roll it towards the statue. He leans down and takes the ball. He's looking right at you as the as the eyes go dead again. And now there's a huge statue sitting and there's people screaming, there's guards <laughs> pouring into the area, all surrounding it with halberds and surrounding you with halberds. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Put down your weapons, sir. Put them down. Why are you doing this to me? I just sir, saved the town. Put your weapons down, please, sir. Put them down. Yes, Put it on my back. I'm not leaving it. What do you right. want? Why Watch are you doing them. this? Cooge, cooge, come on. And they take you into custody. Alright, so you guys want to head back to the uh, embassy for a fine dinner that surely your father has had prepared by now? Um, yes, let's gather up the guards who have, yep. you know. Oh, they're right there. They're ready to go. So you guys are in your carriage going back, and I would like perception rolls as you come up to the gates of the embassy. Um, I have a 15. Okay. Um, that's six. I have a 23. That's fine. So you hear them well before you come around, but you're like, uh, do you hear that? And you don't quite hear it, but as you guys come around, you certainly do. There are about a hundred 
white-robed people with gold trim all along, the same ones you saw earlier, even though you're not there, but uh, in, gathered around the embassy, shouting. Gathering around her fathers? Yes. Um, are is there these, a back entrance? Um, is, I mean, do I know who or what these people yes, are? Yes, you definitely know who they are. There. They are all uh, worshippers of the Church of Zavon, the power, the original god who was born of this earth. The one who created this whole city, the one who made the walls and everything. Can I tell what they're shouting? Show the ones who have been rejected by the by Zavon. It's all variations of that. Show the heretics, release the heretics, give us the heretics, that kind of thing. Oh dear. Um, presumably, oh, opening party. Presumably, <laughs> presumably that means us. I think maybe our carriage should go in the other direction, um, discreetly. Yes. Boom, I, boom, boom. Um, <laughs> I think we might want to uh, leave the carriage. Um, and bring some guards with us and head to, let's head to Elisarlots. And send the, and send the carriage on and forward. And send the carriage yeah. on forward. Good thing it's Friday. Yeah. Okay, well, hang on. Uh, roll persuasion for the guards. Never mind, they rolled a one. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. So, you guys, uh, as you're pulling up, they kind of pull off to the side where there's an alley. They pop open a side door and you and you and two of the guards run into the alley. So you, Para, two of the guards run, one guard stays on the wagon to take it back into the palace. And you guys kind of run into the alley and kind of peek around. And as he's pulling up, they do turn on the wagon and they're pelting it and throwing rocks at it and smashing windows. So it's probably a good move. While that's happening, the gates are opening. More guards are coming out. That's a big giant fight. And you've managed to avoid all of it. <laughs> Alright, well done. As per usual. It's about a five minute run. She's not far from where you guys are actually. So it's about five minutes through back alleys. The guards stop you a couple of times. One will go forward and then kind of wave you all on and you quietly go. But after a while it feels kind of open. Was that? Yeah, she, she's, in the, she's in the same neighborhood. So because they grew up near each other. Very nice back very nice back out. All lined with fountains and gardens. And it's, it's really not back alleys as it is back garden paths that all these fancy rich houses have now. All the rest. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, can I have some tea? Carefully walking through. And, that, and after a while, you realize, I mean, once you get away from, from the acolytes, no one knows who you are, gives a fuck, so right. you just kind of... Walk I the rest of the care. way. I'm keeping my hood up. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you you walk the rest of the way, and yeah, you get I mean, to... I would keep mine up too because I grew up. Presumably, people would know who I am. They would know who who you are. They might not. They might not necessarily be looking for you. This but seems a little calm. They get asked. Right, that's true. So... Fair enough. So you guys keep your hoods up, and you make it to Ella's house, and you guys wait in you know in the back for you oh, about thirty feet away while one of the guards walks up, knocks. Sees that someone's there and then waves you all on. And Ella's there. Franny! Ella! When did you. And she's like looking. What's going on? Because it's guards and people, you know. Well, things have taken an exciting turn since last I saw you. Um, is it possible that my friends and I could dine with you this evening quietly? Yeah, she's like, yeah, yeah. Come in. She waves everyone in quickly. Closes the door. You're in uh, the foyer of her house, which is a nice house. 
we consider it quaint, you know, but you're aware of it. It was like, it was, it, it was the small little house you got to go play in. It was kind of like a real life like, dollhouse. It was like the carriage house for one of the estates that when they fell on hard times, they broke up the property <laughs> and Ella's jumped up merchant father decided to <laughs> yep. try and move into the nice Probably house. Yes, that is exactly, and it's, in, and so like on the, so they live above it and then on the bottom would be the store. So it's like two levels above that they have, and then they have a beautiful, gorgeous um, herb store at the uh, All the front finest of it. herbs of the Five Kingdoms. All the says. finest herbs. Uh, Everyone goes straight to their store. And Ella, just, 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 so, just so I, you know, remind me, uh, I seem to recall that I'm sure wholly for good purposes in order to make bringing in goods that much easier, uh, there is a passage out of here through the storeroom underground? Yes, there is indeed passage out of here through the storeroom underground. You know, of course, to facilitate some of the movements of goods, of course. Deliveries. Yes, of course. Deliveries. Deliveries. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Over. It's a busy yeah. street during the day. Yes, you know. You don't want to block mm -hmm. carriage traffic. It no, would not no, no. go over well in this neighborhood. No, really, they're just being considerate. Oh, recently things have been calm. It's been quite. Wait, wait, hang on. Where were you? Well, here, there. I visited my aunt. I went to Turtle Fest. Um, but Your dad was looking for you. Well, he had people everywhere. He's found me now. Um, and there are. Uh, what of the acolytes? Because they don't seem pleased. The acolytes? Mm -hmm. What do you mean, Franny? What are you talking about? She wasn't there. She wasn't there. She didn't see anything. She just came to her door. She has no idea about the acolytes. I mean, she knows they exist, right? She yeah, but like, any. but what about them? Like, yeah. like, 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 she didn't understand. She didn't understand. She didn't see you in weeks. You shouldn't understand any of this frame of questioning. She's just confused. Ella, why don't, why don't you have your servant make us a cup of tea? And she didn't have servants. I'll make you of tea. Of course, she has. No, servants. they're not rich. I mean, they got money, but they, but really, they just keep themselves just barely above poverty. They paid for the nice a place. They got her in the good a schools, but they're just holding shit together. She goes to get tea. All right. Well, lovely. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's good tea. In fact, it's amazing tea I bet it is because amazing they have an herb tea. shop. It's uh, the best tea you've had in. Months. I bet, maybe slightly calming. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Um, yeah, I know, that's great. After all these trials and tribulations. Yeah, so, I mean, I'll fill her in up to a point. Sure. Oh, actually, Ella, now that I... What, uh, what news have you heard of, of the God King? God King? Mm-hmm. Nothing. I mean, he went to Turtle Bay. He did, indeed. Turtle Fest was quite the party. You were in Turtle Bay? Yes. You were in Turtle Bay with the God King? Well, everyone who was anyone was in Turtle Bay, what have you been doing, Franny? I don't understand. All this seems so weird. You had to leave, and your dad was going to marry you, and then you're back. Are you going to get married? My father and I are in discussions about that. Okay. Uh, but all right, fine. I mean, you guys talk for a little while longer. Uh, you chat a bit. Oh, you fill her in for a little need bit. Oh, you my traveling companion. Yeah. Oh, hello. Oh, hi. Hello. Sorry. Hello. Nice hello. to meet you. I'm Zion. And Pear's like, hi. I'm Pear. Pear. And she's like, so you guys here? And she, she pours you both tea. She's like, I'm sorry. Just... You know, oh, I understand. You know. Thank you for your hospitality. And there is like a guard in the room, and there's another guard, like you know, kind of by the front windows, because just kind of like always like 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 looking out a bit. But just just so you know, they're they're there within 
ear distance of you guys, okay? Mm -hmm. So you can feel you feel her a little bit, but not too much, That's obviously. That's why I sort of gotcha. Understood. And I'm also trying to figure out, I mean, clearly, rumor of the God King has not yet taken hold in the city. Yeah. Not, like, no. Someone in, like, no, that was a very good question the merchant yep. trade yep. is yep. like, what? Yeah, no, it, it, uh, it, uh, it appears that the acolytes of Zavon are pissed about something, and that seems to be as far as the word, assuming it's about you guys, I mean... Well, seems a fair bet. Heretics, right? Like, you know, yeah, it uh, does seem a fair bet. You have to roll me a religion roll. Now, what would that be for um, you? Because we haven't figured we that have out yet. Religion. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, uh, it never mind plus then. Five. Roll me I'm a religion. And so, sixteen plus five is twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay, this is what you know about the acolytes of Zavon. They are worshippers of the first god of the mortal realm. They are also worshippers of the things he has built. So they consider walls. the walls a holy relic. They consider the city basically a holy oh, relic. So maybe they're pretty mad about the walls. That would be a sensible thing. Whatever happens when you guys enter, that's yeah, yeah, rejected of the walls. I get it. And so it was the water part. that came down, and the fact that you know they were after a god, probably Para, because the water and fire. But, Sensible, but uh, it does seem. But it could have been any one of us because there's, we would have to test it again and again. So it's right, like, and I don't really want to do that. No, no, no. <laughs> let's no. Let's just everyone line up. Everyone get a robot. Right. Start rowing towards. See what happens. Frantic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but we, I feel that we would not be saying this out loud. Yeah. We, the good news is that we both have a message, no. so we can. That's so you so have figured this out. Yeah, yes. you just figured this out, and like and like. She's serving tea. She brings tea to the guards so as, as well. She does. So with, with mm -hmm. her, the two of us can cast messages at each other and say what we just said. Yep. Well, you guys can can like say thirty words. So real mm -hmm. quick, he's like blah blah blah. This is what happened. So he just told you the information. Okay. Um, also, yes, I. Um, yeah, that all makes sense. But I agree. I don't want to test it. <laughs> um, I Ella. Um, I was wondering if I could just. Gather a few things from your shop that you could put on my father's account. Yeah, sure. What do you need? Oh, you know, a sample of anything that, I don't know, like healing things, knocking ah. people out things, um, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps a truth serum y thing. <laughs> um, actually. Okay, okay. All the best herbs of the items. All right, she comes out with a. Like a like a nice leather satchel, like basically like a small doctor's bag, okay. Mm -hmm. And it's got uh, some salves, uh, some like you know some like like thick jellies that you would put on burns and things like that. It's got uh, some uh, uh, these leaves that you would place on like a, a poisonous bite or something that would you know pull out the poison. It's got some pain killers and some roots that you would chew. Yeah, is that you would chew on? Keep us away from Torvik. <laughs> And it's got uh, any kind of like anti-venom. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it absolutely got some anti-venoms along with the leaves that that you would put over the wound. And um, it's also got uh, a truth serum. Yeah, there is a. Let me think here for a second. What is the god of uh, knowledge? Is it e Is it Eponia? Sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Epona. Okay. Eponia. Uh, there's a, uh, there's an. Eponelia. There's an Eponelia. There's this. Uh, there's this yellow flower with these three white stalks in the center that end in these tiny red bulbs, and those bulbs contain a very concentrated poison. Uh, sorry, a very concentrated serum that, when extracted and very, very carefully balanced with 
uh, pulp from the root and a couple other things and a few trade secrets, you come up with this very expensive vial and she has given it to you. There's maybe two uses in this vial and that's probably about 250 gold right there. And that's cost, not what they would sell it for. So, you know, that's all she can really spare, but you know, here, this may help you. Thank you so much. Uh, Absolutely. You know, father's accountant. Done, done. Yeah, send the bill. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, at some point, I mean, we Where still, <laughs> I mean, we need to talk to the father. Yeah, um, so we need to wait until those, those Right, so you told him where you're gonna be and you passed it. Hey, message, that's perfect. So about an hour later, you guys hear a good deal of commotion outside as a group of soldiers just goes running by somewhere. Not towards you, but, you know, by. Good, not towards us. Right, active city. I guess it, I guess it can't really matter then. <laughs> the best direction right. of all. <laughs> and uh, shortly after that there, uh, uh, the, the guy who's at the front window kind of, you know, waves at you guys to be quiet for a second, goes to the door, cracks it open, nods it, opens it. Another guard walks in, bows politely to, uh, to you and says, uh, your father has requested you to rendezvous with him in a, uh, in a uh, house around or nearby, a uh, good friend of your father's. And he apparently has, just has, has either made his way there or was there, but that's where he wants to meet you. And is there any sort of code from the guard to indicate that this message is actually from my father? Oh yeah, it's definitely from okay. your dad. It's got, a, it's got a seal and everything. Yeah. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Oh yeah. No, 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 your you're, father! No, yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> Mistress! <laughs> <laughs> Mistress! I'm a book collector! <laughs> yes, I, yes, I love you dearly, daughter who is mine! <laughs> um, Forever! Alright, so where is this place and can we use you know at we'll least get part of the way there through the absolutely absolutely yeah you gotta basically go out you're gonna come back up uh in the back of a garden basically and then you're gonna snake around and you'll be there in like five minutes okay. it's not far all right well then your dad knows his your dad knows how to uh well you know the political situation better than i so if you think it wise just meet your father all right so the guards take you back down through the tunnel, up through the garden, around back through the alley, and well, back through the back garden alley, and around to a nice house, a, a very nice manor house, uh, probably one of the lesser lords, mm. you know. And uh, you are let in, and you are let into a parlor area where the doors are quickly shut behind you, and your father is there already, just, seat, just seated with tea and um, a few other things, you know, around, just waves you in. Sit, sit, my dear. Father. So, just kind of folds the, well, not newspaper, I guess I would have newspapers, but he, uh, if he, he scroll. closes the book he was reading. <laughs> yes, 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 he closes the scroll he was reading, adjusts his monocle. Yes. <laughs> Perhaps I should read that scroll. I tend to read scrolls after you do. It seems like your friends have caused quite the disturbance. What do you mean? We were just in the library. Yes, but you weren't just in the library on the boat on the way in, and the, the Wallites, as he, your father does not believe in their religion at all. They think he, he thinks it's, a, it's foolish, and the people who do think it's foolish refer to them as Wallites, because they basically worship walls. So, 
he, had said, he said a derogatory term for them. It's one that you had heard, actually. Right. And uh, probably had said before, or at least yes. heard your brother say. Walleye scum. Exactly. So he uh, gestures towards you, and he says, you and your band of friends were rejected by the walls of a knee, and therefore the great gods of Vaughn himself. And there are many an angry acolyte out there who want your head. In addition, the council has called an emergency meeting. We will convene tomorrow morning, and we shall discuss the events that have transpired. Uh-huh. Until then, yeah. coffee, tea, perhaps dinner. Have you eaten? Well, at least I know where I get it from. <laughs> um, so these walls that re supposedly rejected us, they were indeed built by this god-king, as we have discussed. Single-handedly, surely Kadarian, you know of such things. Yes, but I'm not going to ask him this, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I'm sorry. Did you have a question about farming? No? Okay. <laughs> that you would have an answer for that. What, Father, do you see the situations playing out tomorrow at the Council? What, are, what, what do you see as the potential options? If you want my daughter, yeah. so you shall be perfectly safe. For the rest of you, there are those who are scared. There are those who are frightened by what they have seen. The walls have not reacted. They're have not been those with, and as he is like, you know, trying to reassure you, there is a knock at the door, <laughs> and he's like, a moment, and someone comes in and whispers into his ear, and his eyes go wide, and he's like, what? And the guy leans in and whispers, uh, and he's, your friend, the, the dwarf, mm -hmm. has, friend might be overstating. <laughs> your friend, the dwarf, has been arrested. He apparently <laughs> has released a golem within the market of Ani. <laughs> oh. So that's probably not going to go well with the council tomorrow. Probably not. You, you wake up, the shoulder is throbbing. Well, I and there's an arrow in it. There's no, no, it didn't fully pierce into your a flesh, so it kind of fell off as you oh. fell to the ground. It just kind of ripped into your back. Right? And your back is throbbing, and there's dried, caked blood, and your jacket is ruined, and there's a big hole in it, uh, and you're groggy as hell, but you awake, you know, in this pile of trash, and you look to your left, and you see this noise of people shouting and yelling, and your vision is kind of blurred, and you focus for a second, and you see the dwarf being placed into irons and being marched away. And as they move behind them, you see a huge statue holding a red spear. And there are people all gathered around it and staring, and there are guards trying to push everyone back yeah, from the Ani. statue. Uh, he, but Fair he's enough. been taken away by the police. He has been taken away by the popo. Yeah, you know what's never heard of in Ani? People gathering around statues and worshipping them. Um, <laughs> So screw that, and right. now I'm going to shadow the police to where they're taking him. Okay. The person I where now have to break out of jail. I'm more concerned about Oinkers. Like that's my, like I I don't care that I'm being let off in irons. I want to know where that. that Oinkers is following the entire time, and and like one of the guards initially shoes him with a stick, trying to push him away, and Oinkers just and just keeps on falling to the to the you know to the point where one of them is sighs and leans down and picks him up and is walking with him. So, and he's Oinkers happy because now he's being carried. <laughs> right, and Oinkers is like, yay! Yeah, little tail waggling, happy as can be. Good, okay. So and then, like, 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 you guys walk for a while, like, out of the corner of your eye, you see the soldier just, just kind of 
Just don't scratch his head a little bit. <laughs> just, just a little teeny bit, like when he, th- when he thinks no one's watching and then you guys keep on going. Yeah. Just kind of snark him, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oinkers is a charmer. I was going to say it. I, I turned to him and go, his name's Oinkers. And he's like, he just kind of puts his hand down. He's like, face forward. <laughs> march, march. Okay. So you guys get to a guardhouse <laughs> and you are marched inside and directly into a cell. And they slam the door. Tell you to put your hands up to, up to the bars. They hold your uh, wrist restraints, unhook them, turn them sideways, pull them through the uh, bars, and walk out of the room and slam another door. And you are in a cell. Alone with the pig, they leave the pig in the salt with you. Okay, good. There's a bucket of slop in the corner, I suppose, and some water. Is there any any point that workers can fit through anything, or the workers could walk in and out of these bars at will? Okay. No. <laughs> we really did it this time, didn't we, Oinkers? Oinkers is just kind of like walking in and out of the bars. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think we should do now, Oinkers? Oink oink. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and they just kind of curls up, lays down. And goes to sleep. How can you sleep at the time? <laughs> no, he's so cute. All right, well, looks like we'll be spending a little time here and can I make myself comfy in a yeah. stone corner. And yeah, absolutely. Actually, you know, this is a jail of Ani. There is a nice straw mattress on a stone bench that is, you know, then, you know, like just basically carved out of the floor. And in the back edges, of the cells, you you notice a narrow trench and just water running along it. And because it's magical water of Ani, that must be meant to both. How big is the, the opening from the trench? Oh, like just enough for the water to pass. Oh, okay. So maybe an inch. Not you know. send the pig uh, clearly, this water is meant to both uh, do your business in and for drinking because, again, but when anything, any, all the water <laughs> in Ani is fresh and clean, you can literally pee right into it. While someone a few feet down drinks, and it's fresh, gross. clean water. It's gross, but it's that's you know. super gross. Yeah, <laughs> yep, but that's how it works. Okay. So that's just making make myself a comfortable and perfect. Take like the pig and take a nap. All right. So you take a nap. So you see him marched into this jailhouse. There must be a dozen guards. Duh. Guards inside, guards outside. Right. You okay. Know. So how many floors does it have? It appears, it's like a tower, like in the center of this area, there's this, this three-story stone tower. At the top of it, it, it has an open roof. There's no, you know, ramparts or anything, right? But uh, there's three levels to it, and there's arrow, there's arrow slits kind of like up on three levels, but those are the only windows in. I mean, you know, there's that one door, and there's a guard posted at that door, and there's two guards posted at that door at all times. And then there's usually like, Every few minutes, you see a guard kind of look over the edge and then walk back over. So there's obviously someone up there as well. These are the city guards of Ani. They're wearing plate with uh, tabards that are crimson lined with uh, uh, very bright gold. And they have that six-pointed star symbol that we use as the God's Fall logo in the center of their tabards. I approach the guards at the front door. All right. And? Um, Hello. What do you want, Halfling? Okay, all right. <laughs> I know, we're usually not friendly, but... Uh, so, a friend of mine I just saw while walking down the street just got drugged in. Uh, they kind of look at each other. The dwarf. And I, they kind of start moving towards you. You're friends with the dwarf. Well, it's, I know him, yeah. So they have both now like stepped away from the door 
and are stepping and are walking to either side of you. Okay. They both have halberds in their hands, which okay. they, which you can see their fingers kind of clenching tightly around. So what is he charged with? And they kind of lower their halberds towards you. Why don't you step inside, and we'll have a talk about that. Okay. All right, so... Right. <laughs> but instead of it being like, no, please don't capture me, right. I am walking in. All right, so they lower their halberds and they kind of step around behind you. So they have the points right to your back and they walk you up to the door and the guy leans forward and he's like, boom, 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 bam. Right? While they're doing this, yeah. I'm in my coat, fucking, what, 18 and then all kinds of other stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking my lockpicks out and putting them somewhere where, yeah, go ahead and search me. And so look kind for of like slotting them right like underneath your gums or, or some something. kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you have successfully stowed your lockpicks. Right, so now there's three guards. There's a fourth one inside. They lower their halberds, put them down, and they start patting you down. They're taking your daggers. They're pulling everything off of you. Except for the lockpicks. And they walk you into the cell. And they open it, throw you in, a slam it. They, you just see Dora literally well, no, toss. No, 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 no. They don't throw me in again. No, no this is the. You start to walk me. in, and oh. they shove you into the cell. Hey! And they slam the door, and they walk out. There's your friend. And they go back into the other room. Great. Do me a favor and find the Slams. other ones. Hey, Dora. <laughs> Good morning. How you doing? Oh, and Oinkers runs up to you and jumps into your lap. <laughs> Oink, 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 oink. Wait, do I know the... Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you know. You know Oinkers. Yeah. Yeah. You saw Oinkers before. When did you get the pig? On the ship. Yeah. You guys sent me the... You guys are practicing teleport. You know exactly who Oinkers is. Okay. Oinkers! Yay! What are you wearing? Oh, no, it's it's not made for him yet. Yeah, I haven't made it. Oh, oh. Really? I'd give you your pig back. All right. So... Well, I nice pigs you've got here. <laughs> Look how nice this place is. This is definitely the best jail cell. The best jail this ever. is a really nice Check jail out the cell. water. You can pee in it and drink it. So I may or may not have taken a note from your playbook. You did. Yes, I, uh, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as sneaky as you are, apparently. Well, no. I mean, no one falls into this line of work and is the best at it. Perfect right off the bat. You have to be thrown in jail to get good at it. Yeah, <laughs> the trick true. is getting out, Torvik. As well, I... <laughs> and I pull out my lockpick. Yep. See? Oh, sneaky. <laughs> so, what are you going to do? I now, here's, tried it again. Here's because how... I'm not breaking out now. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, I, I I was chasing the linkers here. And he jumped Point into... Link. <laughs> That's a good one, he jumps, he runs to the walls. You know the ones that those weird people have been like hugging all day? Right. He the, runs the outer up. walls of the city. They do that by by the way. As you guys came in, you noticed several dozen people along the walls praying and worshiping the walls, washing them even though they don't need washing because they're perfect. But yeah, there are, yeah. You, you saw examples of this. So he runs to the wall and he, he sees this little hole and he right into it. So I'm looking around, looking around, can't figure it out, and I fall into the wall. I literally fall through the wall, and I fall about 30 feet, and in front of me was this big stone golem, and he was holding, a, what was it, obsidian? Granite. Granite. He was holding a... No, 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 not granite. Um, you said it was granite. Garnet. 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 Okay. This garnet sphere. Garnet? 
Yeah. So I went to try and grab it. And Where is it now? <laughs> in the middle of the city. What? That you... statue? Yeah. That was the one you saw? So I, I go to grab the garnet, and I can't get my fingers around it. It kept just slipping. So I took my bag. I, I put the bag around it. I grabbed it, and I, I lifted it. And as I was trying to leave, the whole stone thing just started moving toward me. And it looked like it was going to attack me. So I rolled the garnet back at him, and he stopped. He picked it up, and he stopped. Perception rolls as he's describing that. Uh, 18. That's fine. You hear a lot of shouting, and a door slam open in the chamber outside, and you hear a lot of, like, guards running outside into the street, and some noise behind in the street, people shouting and screaming. That's what you, you guys hear, basically, a bunch of guards run out. Stop! God, that's disgusting. Gross. You drink pee water. Uh, Even Oinkers is like, I didn't drink the pee water. Oink, oink. Uh, 28. Yeah, that will do it. So he pops that lock, lock right open. That was the door. Just <laughs> fanfare. All, Rainbows. all, all doors it. in the city open <laughs> right. instantaneously. Right. Exactly. A, a, a passageway forms in the stone <laughs> behind you. No. You pop open the lock and you are in that entry. Uh, that entry uh, Let's go take a look at the big uh, door now. James, right? So you get to the door and you slide open that little thing and you look at the he goes up to the door, I get on his shoulders, and then I slide open the thing. Right. So, stand, no, stop moving. Right. Stand there. Just stand there. So the dwarfling. The dwarfling. Return of the dwarfling. Return of the dwarfling. The dwarfling looks into the room beyond, and. What do you say? The door is flung open, and the last. Uh, there's only now two soldiers left as the door a slams, so at least ten soldiers have run out into the uh, streets, and they were screaming right before that door shut, so something is going on. Uh, well, everyone left but two of them. How fast can you run? I kind of look at myself and go, what do you think? <laughs> Perfect! So, are they armored? Yeah. The last two guys they are, are Yeah, armored? they are in full plate. Right. So they've taken all your stuff. stuff. Yes. Okay, I jump down. And mine, too. Yes. Right. So I jump just... down. All right. And I pick the lock. Once I get everyone to follow me, you can get all our stuff. I'm going to open the door I unlocked and go out there and be like... I got out! All right. And then run! All right. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. So you open the door, you just swing yes. the door open. And then I say, I got out! Roll wisdom. Like, hey! And they grab their halberds and they start going towards you. So what are you I doing? run out the door. All right, so boom, you run out I the run, front door. I run to the cell and kind of, like, so you know, it doesn't auto lock. You need an actual key to lock it. Correct, exactly. So I can close it and reopen it again. Exactly. Okay. All right, so I'm going to run back into the cell real quick, close it. And, All right, and so then... one of the guards goes bolting after him. One of the guards runs up to your door, slides open the lock, looks inside, sees you in, slams it shut, and runs out after him as well. You run out into the streets, and you hear a foom, foom, and you look to your left, and there is two or three guards running. One of them is holding a sack, and the golem is chasing them. Sack. Coming right towards you. Perfect. How does pickpocketing someone who's running work? I mean, you can't. You can't pick. He's I got, can't. He's I got, can't. No, listen to me. He's got it in his hand, in front of him. You're not picking it up. You can physically see it. He'll know when it's gone. You could try and cut the bag. You could literally try He's and snip it. That you can't pick it up. So I don't want to cut the bag. He's just rolling in my coat. Yeah, you could just like open a, po- a pouch and have it fall right in. 
Then Crimson Line. Do I know this <laughs> Torvik? Because I would have Yeah, you look behind you and you see Torvik at the doorway, ready to go. With wankers. <laughs> well, I kind of want, and I'm going to double back to him. Right. right. I'm going, this, no. That's, you hear, that bait's not going to work. Right. I'm passing on that right The now. two guards get to the three. They turn with them. They all kind of turn with halberds, and you hear a horrible crunch and a blood-curdling scream as the thing just splats into one of them. Just oh, turns we are going to be in pace. so much trouble. And the other, and, and the other's like, ah, boom, boom, and their halberds are just bouncing off and doing nothing. Give me my stuff! There. Okay. Well. There. <laughs> what are you marking? This is me taking oh, my stuff, putting oh, it on the yeah. ground, putting it on me. This right. stuff takes then, like 30 seconds. Mine's 10 minutes, right. so I can't yeah. to, to get over there. All right. You don't have enough time to get your armor on, but you got enough time to get your daggers. Okay, well, I'm putting on my armor then. Okay, this is going to take you a full minute. Okay. Okay. So, my armor, yeah. All right, so, all right, yeah, they'll all, by, by the time you have your armor on, they'll all be dead. You can tell. Oh, okay. Well, then I grab a dagger right. and my rope. Your masterwork dagger, I imagine. Yeah. Right? Okay. And my rope right. and my grappling hook. Okay. And something else would do anything. Uh, and then I go over there. All right, so you're running towards them. As you're running up, The you know they have realized their weapons aren't doing anything, and they've started to back off, but... He just kind of flings up and smacks one of those open palm, and he goes soaring past you a good 40 feet as you're running up and crumples to the ground behind you with a horrible bang and a crunch. God. Rivets of blood just coming out of his face mask. Uh, well, I'm and the last two are actively retreating. Well, the last three are actively retreating. I'm trying to get to the bag. Okay, well, they are very, very focused on this thing, so go ahead and roll your pickpocket. Sleight of hand. 27. Oh, okay. So, they're all here with their halberds up and their legs kind of spread for stability. You run right on, and he's got like his hand on his halberd with the bag in it and the thing, you run right under his legs and you cut the bag, you look up and you see a hand coming down for that guard. You pop the bag, open your pocket, stone runs in, you duck back underneath the guard's legs as a hand closes around him and crushes him like he's just putting, just crushing blood explodes out of his fingers as you run. You look behind you and you see the golem's eyes rise and lock on you. You took the garnet, didn't ya? <laughs> I got it, 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 I got it! Okay, <laughs> what are you guys doing? Uh, well, Do you, I, I mean, I'm fine because he's not going to come I know yeah, the golem. how it works. Yeah, right. The golem's not going to come toward me, so no. I just kind of. Although he is coming towards you. Yeah. With the yeah. So go, the uh, go the other way. What are you coming? <laughs> no, no, not this way, Duro. <laughs> no, other way. Um, can I have a map of Ani? Yes, you can have a map of Ani. One second. Yeah, you would be roughly. Let's just say here, right along the canal here, or within. Five or six minutes of the canal. How strong is the canal waters? The, the canal waters are not, the currents aren't terribly strong. You could swim against them, but they're deep. Yeah, is this going to be like a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man situation where even <laughs> if it's in the water, it can like walk along the bottom? Oh, you're thinking of the Statue of Liberty when they walk through the harbor, right? Because they animated the Statue of Liberty in the second one, and that one could walk straight through the Maybe harbor. Maybe that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. I'm thinking yeah. of some, like, creature. It might also be from DuckTales. <laughs> it could also be from DuckTales. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, it is. Yep. <laughs> yep. Did the, the danger watch behind you? You are heading to nine. 
Oh, okay. This is a huge bay. Right. This is all water. Right. And then that is a giant fountain in the center of it. Right. So you are. So what are you and doing exactly? What's the distance exactly? between Sorry, Rector City? The edge of the water and that several hundred feet. That's a so very long swim. A little over a tenth of a mile. Yes. What are you planning on, Doro? Boom, 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 boom. Fortunately, these are also oh, permanent structures of the God King. He carved all these roads, which is why they're perfectly straight. So these roads seem to have no problem whatsoever holding up this giant stone monster. Not so much the flesh beneath it. Though. Not so much the bodies that are occasionally getting crushed along the way. Bodies that are occasionally being crushed along the way. Like killed three guards. Well, they were like, stop. No, okay. no, no people. I can't, I'll save anyone I can, but if you're just going to jump into the fucking meat grinder, I can't help you. Fine, five small, five small orphans trip. No, you're running. What are you doing when you get to, you get to the edge of the I water? I saved the five orphans. You're gonna get. <laughs> You're gonna get to the edge of the water soon. What are you doing? You give them that stone for a minute, save the five orphans, and then take the stone back. Right. Then take it back. Here, kid, carry the stone. And it stops. <laughs> okay, can I get across the canal? There are canal boats, and there are larger I'm boats. I'm gonna take a boat. We're being chased. Everywhere. You could swim. Could teleport. Couldn't you teleport across the canal? You could teleport. It's far. You would have to really focus. Okay, well, I'm gonna try. Okay. Like a series of small ones. So you try get, and teleport across the right. canal. So you get right up to the edge, and you are just focusing on that place, looking at it with all of your things, and you can hear doom, 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 doom. I want you to roll, feel your nerves, roll it with three. Say. All right. So he is boom, boom, and you hear like you feel the ground shake, and you have to steady yourself to not fall directly into the canal, and you glance behind you, and there's a hand. Coming down. You got one more chance. Roll it. Well, now I'm just going to teleport away from him. Oh, so we're going to teleport to? Just to the side, something easy, so he can't grab me. All right, so you look to, 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 you look to the side, and there's like a, uh, there, are, there are large stone pillars that run the edge of this thing. So maybe 20 feet in the air, you can pop right on top oh, of it. Yeah, that. then I get up on top of one of those. All right, so pop, pop, right? And, and now I'm jumping across the, <laughs> across the column. Boom! You feel the whole thing shudder as his hands hit. Are you going to teleport to the next one? I can't run and jump along these? No, they're far enough apart where you have okay. to teleport. I was going to try and like figure out how to... Now I'm just going to cause destruction at this point. This is fun. <laughs> all right. Fun all right. I just want to run away from the golem all day. All um, right. Okay, so, so you, yeah. have, you have to roll. This is oh, okay, yeah, just So you pop onto the next one, and you hear a tremendous crash as the golem pushes one of these pillars over and it crashes down into the square. And it starts moving behind you, so you are now <laughs> no, teleporting. No, not even trying pop, now, are you? Boom, boom, through this main area. People are running and, and screaming. An orphan gets crushed through your actions. Actually, as you're popping, you look down and you see a large wagon being drawn by some oxen. The oxen start to bolt, and the guy on it is thrown off and down onto the gravity seat here, so broke his leg as the golem is stomping towards him. No! Now I have to... Damn. Well, now, okay. You are running up behind us seeing this whole scene, by the way. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I was like, ah, oh, God, no, no, just no, stop. stop no, don't, don't go far. What guards are, you doing? are running behind you now. Lots of them. Who? Dozens of guards are converging on this area. A lot more than before. I should hope so. Yeah. yeah. I teleport down to the guy that broke his leg. 
until boom, boom, you are there. The golem stops and he turns and begins to reach towards you. Grab him and port. Okay, I'll try. Focus. Focus on that island again. See if you can do it. 16. That's enough. You vanish, his the hand clamps right behind you, and you appear. You guys will kind of land in a fountain, are washed over and then splashed onto the edge, and you are in the center of this area. The man is sputtering and coughing and trying to claw at it while you are can swim fine, but you have the sputtering a coughing man well, next I'm to you. Try and get him saved. Okay, so you spin around, kind of like wrestling him up onto the fountain, and you hear a huge splash behind you as the golem has now toppled kind of ungracefully into the water, smashed face first and sunk. I say to the guy, are you okay? <laughs> what is, say, oh my leg, what happened? You oxen. <laughs> uh, okay. So no, really. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, well, no. I would no. hate no. to leave... Hypothermia and... Okay. and, and Hypothermia? Uh, it's water and It's not four, negative four degrees! He's in shock. Yep. Oh, I, I'm in shock! You, quiet! It's at least negative three blasmos. It's negative five blasmos, you're yep. right, yeah. It's freezing. <laughs> um, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna try and teleport this guy off of the fountain back to... The other side, to okay. like where we came from. You spend a moment, you're not in direct danger of this time, focusing. Oh, okay. You look so at you it, try. and you remember the same path you just took, and you're able this time, boom, just to take a moment. As long as you can focus and concentrate, you can teleport right. with some effort. But as long point. as time is given. That's right. Nice. Okay, that's fine. I um, run over to you, or where is Tori? To coffee man with a broken leg. Uh, can you See, help him? Yes, I can. Uh, sorry. Rub my hands together. There! <laughs> you pour 15 points into him? Yeah. Alright, so it doesn't, like, like you know. I've gained 10 hit points! Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm an adventurer now! Yeah. You, you, like, feel the bone. You feel the bone crack and re knit beneath your fingers as it comes, as the, as the fragmented pieces seal back to. to together and that glow kind of sparkles around your eyes. The guy gasps as he sees this and pulls away for a second, but he, you're too strong for him and you hold him and his leg is healed and he just like sputters and pulls away from him. He's like, monsters, monsters! And he goes running to his car. Monsters, I just mended your leg for you, jerk. I'm not paying attention. There I'm looking in the bag. Are <laughs> soldiers running? You, you see, as he's like looking into his bag, you see probably a half a dozen soldiers running towards well, this area. It's time to go. Oh, oh, right. Let's go. All right. I want just uh, uh, roll a. You, you grab him and kind of lead him through the crowd. So roll a uh, stealth. <laughs> if I must. 23. All right. So you can like. He wants to just run this way, but you're like, no, you grab him, you pull him back into an alley, the no, guards this way. run past, and <laughs> you guys slink further into the city. What, what, what would I know about Golems, if anything? Again, because, you know, I was raised here, barely uh, yeah, to... They're not really... I mean, well, I'm familiar different. with the You are familiar with Golems, yes. In, in fact, he can fill you in quite a lot, because... In Kadar, 
they use to this day stone golems. They used to use them as big, huge things that would basically be along their ship's sides and would grab the reins of their boats and drag their boats into harbor. This is before the breaking of the world. Right. They well, didn't hate magic. I didn't say that my culture wasn't filled with some bit of cognitive dissonance. <laughs> These are much more used before the breaking of the world. Okay. After the breaking of the world, you don't see nearly as much of them. How they're still used in games. Yes. Certain games that my brothers and other uh, young Kadarian warriors would play to show their prowess at taking down, well, no offense, but the God King, hopefully. Um, and they would do these sort of uh, exercises with a whole public display, uh, taking down a golem with these, these hooks and these cords. and The stone golems that they have have big, huge stone rings built into their arms, shoulders, and legs. And they would tie ropes onto them, and that's they would drag the ships in. So they have repurposed them in these games. They basically are a combatant, and the teams of three that would then be set up to... Um, to, to fight them have these huge hooked, basically, weapons that they kind of gougeed in, into their rings and then work together to pull the thing off their feet. The way that they score a win is to knock the creature down. And that is the point scored, and that's the end of the match. So there are some few magical items within Kadar, and they're only to used to show our great dominance over magic. But mm -hmm. at any rate... Uh, there seems to be an awakened golem that, that uh, Torvik has sent through the city or something. That's all I've heard. Um, <laughs> do you know how to defeat them? Is there a way to... There's a way to disable them. Only one person it would answer to. That person could well have been long dead. But so, but, so does its hold or control over it persist past death then? It could be given a single... I mean, they are basically given single orders. That order could be never leave this stone or always guard this temple and they will continue to do that until given something else or destroy it. Dara, where are we going? Do you know where we're going? Does well, you this thought of it, you didn't think of it. Look like one of the indentations on the back of that golden fist. Roll an intelligence roll. Fifteen. Yes. Now, on oh the back God. of the one you saw, there was a perfectly so round area too. where that would fit into it. We're going to have to... Wait, I tell that to Torvik. Okay. Torvik! I just... This <laughs> gem... Down. This gem that you found that's now mine... Uh, <laughs> I found it. Right, but right, right, anyway, anyway, yeah, possession is 99 times a lot. So, this is one of the gems that fit in the back of the golden fist I was telling you guys about before in that temple I found in Port Bliss. You remember the other gem that we have that kind of takes us to that smoky place? This yeah. is one of them. What does this one do, though? All it makes, it, all it does is you can't touch it. It's a good point, actually. That's can't hold it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I try to hold it. Yeah. This thing, thing. I mean, literally, like, like there's something physical there, and it's cold. And I can feel it under the back. Yeah, right? yeah. There's... It's all there. You can touch it. You can feel yourself. Like, you know that there's something there. You can feel it pushing away. There's resistance and weight there, but you just can't get any purchase on it whatsoever. So, but, but the bag can touch it. So, yeah, well, it can hold it because it's inside the bag. But if you try to grab it through the bag, it just slides oh, away. It oh, that's yeah. what I meant by that. Like, it was, it still had its full solid form if you weren't actually making those. No, it still gets, it's a, there's a ball in a bag. It's inside that bag, but you could never, it's ever get a grip on it. Yeah. We should definitely not tell the elf I have her this. She'll take it from me. And I tie it up and I put it back in my bag. All right.
Okay, you guys walk outside and there are two carriages. There are also about 20 Aeneid guards. You and Para are pointed towards the second carriage, while your father takes your hand and guides you towards the first. The first is nicer, by the way. Um, father, I think my friends and I prefer to be together. You're together, but you need to look your status. They are welcome then to join us they in the first carriage. My dear, you're soon going to be in charge of many, many things. And while I appreciate your loyalty to your companions, and while we are going to do everything we can to help them, you are still above them. That is your position. <laughs> Railroaded is so what you guys walk into <laughs> your carriage. Sweating. <laughs> Bullets. Um, what? I just, what's parents. happening right now? <laughs> I just stop. Takes a step backwards and he's like, My dear, I understand that you are upset, but we need to do this correctly. This is still a dangerous time for our entire family and for this city. We cannot let it be sacrificed. You must trust me. Do I have to drag you into this damn carriage? Yes. All right. And he just, go on. And the second carriage moves around the first one and most of the guards leave. There's about two or three guards left and it looks like his personal ones. You've seen so a couple of these guys. Gone. Yeah, that carriage is gone. They've been shoved in and gone. Unless you guys are, are gonna fight. No, I'm, even though this would probably be the best time to just go, you know, yeah. <laughs> and run, Yeah. but Right, still 12 people, and yeah. I don't know how this could end up getting Phryne killed, or Para, what so would I think I'll go with it and hope and hope and pray that Phryne can fix, fix this. <laughs> Alright, so Para and them kind of, kind, of, kind of give you like a little, as they're shoved into the carriage, and the carriage pulls away. I'm not too bored about them, my dear. They will be handled by the council. Um, alright, well, <laughs> what do you mean they'll be handled Bye. by the council? We have another appointment. Shall we go now? Another appointment where? You need to speak to the queen. You've been summoned. You need to consider your position here and how you can strengthen this family and this city and not some peasants you met while on the road. So you two are in a wagon and it is pulling away and you're kind of looking out the back and you realize rather quickly that wagon's not coming with you. Mm -hmm. They are just, you're just leaving it behind. Franny and her dad seem to be having a heated discussion in the courtyard, aren't getting into a wagon and you are still pulling away. Okay, how many, uh, guards are on this actual uh, there are cart. two guards riding on top of it mm -hmm. there are two guards in the back with you so physically in the so you guys are like on the front chained to the floor well not chained you guys would just be in it because it is in the wagon and there are two guards right next to you in the wagon as well as well as one guy hanging off the back and then there are horses running along with you so there's about eight guards with you right now what are the guards' names? Yes. <laughs> Hi, what's no. your name, sir? No, no. Not telling you. No, no, I don't speak to common thieves and traitors. <laughs> He's of all six names. My name is God. Remember it. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, so I... Um, what are their names? Isn't discern name a cantrip? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. No, and if it is, I just it. Because God, <laughs> God's fault. Because God's fault, yeah. Because God's fault. Because God's fault there. Alright, I am officially nervous. Yep. And uh, oh, so I mean, to be fair, that's, you that's both go through life, I would say officially nervous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Often um, officially nervous. And uh, this is pretty much the worst thing that I thought could happen. Yeah, this is pretty much what all your fears were about. So <laughs> I'm thinking at this point with my fight or flight uh, that I'm thinking about flight. Okay. So 
go with me here yep. while I say about what I'm going to do. Yep. Uh, I will force projectile the two guards' heads together. All right. As, uh, uh, as I motion to Parrot to blast with his fire that door. And then we're going to jump out of that door and run. All right. Okay. Okay. Going to take out a right. page of, out of door of knocks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. That affects my plan that I could <laughs> have it quite a bit. So, and they're not so far away that you might not hear this. So let's go ahead and do the forcing first. I want a wisdom save from you. 16. Okay, so you focus and you think about this energy that you felt before. You think about how you've used it before and as you begin doing it. Oh, and by it, the way, I do this as uh, non-lethal if that's possible. Of course, absolutely. Right. You non-lethally crack their skulls too. <laughs> 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 so, horrible brain hemorrhages. As you're doing this, that armor begins to form around you without you even casting the spell. It's just happening. The guards notice it immediately, like, hey, hey! And one of them pulls out a short sword and goes to hold it to your throat. But seeing it just bounces off some sort of physical thing there. It doesn't, this is not how your spell is supposed to work. It's almost as if there is physical armor, armor you know, around you. And one of them just goes, wham, 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 stop! And you just Wham! You can focus it. It flows out of both arms. You can feel it as if you put your hands behind their head and hurled them together with far more strength than you actually possess. Their heads crack together and they slump to the ground. The wagon stops. There's a ringing of horses and some yelling and, sh and shouting as people get off the wagon and start to come towards the back. Pair's like, what are you doing? I said, blast that door! <laughs> <laughs> All right, and he just focuses for a second, and then boom, fire erupts from his hands, hits the back door, rolls back towards you guys for a moment, because it's fire, doesn't have, have any force, but he seems to be able to refocus it, and the doors blast wide open. Initiative, run. Yep, initiative. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> you oh, well, fall out of the carriage. Well, I rolled a seven, so... I rolled a one. <gasps> I know. Roll pair of two. Roll pair of two. Well, you almost got away. <laughs> Six. Okay. Step out the door and then You've, the you halberd now just swings around. all right there. Yeah. Now I'm officially arrested. Oh. <laughs> He's also officially a burn victim, Such probably. Such a good plant. Okay, so you uh, you grab Paris' hand and you start running towards this open door that you guys have blasted open. And you just trip over one of the guards and you take him down with you. Both of you tumble out of the wagon, hit the ground. I want a reflex save. Um, deck save. Deck save. I want a deck save, of which Para rolled a one. Oh God, 11. You kind of pull Para as you're going, so you fall on top of him, Para falls shoulder first and breaks it. He now has a rebroken arm. Oh my God. You hear a wet snap as and he strikes you the ground. trouble. He has yeah. broken the same arm he broke before. And as you guys try and extract, you know, extract yourselves from each other and he is letting out a scream in pain, there are literally just Six halberds right at your guys' Okay, heads. we'll go quietly. We'll go quietly. Sorry. And someone just strikes you across the temple and knocks you unconscious. So, you are still in the courtyard. 
facing off with your father. And you are getting audience with the queen, so that's a good place to start. And the queen is presumably the god king's daughter, or is yes. some sort of well, or it's, granddaughter? It's the great great granddaughter. The one, uh, the, the, the one, one that, that you guys danced met, with. The one that, that Torvik hung yeah, out yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yep. That is my question. Same one. She totally loves um, me. Yeah, you guys really got along well, totally actually. was into me. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why. Alright, fine. So I just throw one last defiant look at my father. Our relationship has utterly shifted, and you have betrayed me in a way that I will not long forget. You know, yank my arm away uh, and march deliberately towards the carriage, um, shake off the hand that is offering to help me and get in and sit down with perfect and rigid posture at the edge of the seat. (laughs) Tell the guard, slam the door for me. (laughs) No, everyone here is just beneath my notice for the moment. I... Perfect. Second later, your father enters the carriage as well, sits down quietly across from you, and I'm expecting this to be a very silent journey. Well, father, if we're not stopping, I guess I could use some more tea. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, gets a cup of tea, he pulls a cup of tea, he adds just the exact right amount of honey, not a not a centimeter more of honey than you would want. Just exactly how you like it. It's perfect. He quietly hands it to you. And I take a sip and I set it down and I say that I guess my tastes have changed. <laughs> oh my God. God, I've changed my mind, killer. <laughs> What is the gondola, gondolier's name? Uh, the, go- fuck. the gondolier's name. Hang what's on. his name gondolier. tag say? Gondolier, hang on. Yeah. Uh, oh, this God is damn Brandon. it. Totally. His name is Brandon. Brand- <laughs> you know what? Fine. Fine. The gondolier's name is Brandon. Are you happy? <laughs> I you am. will never see him again. Hey. Hi. Hi. What's your name? Brandon. <laughs> I've got a couple coins here. Do you think you could get me and my friend across the bank? We just want to hop over real fast. Yeah, get in the boat. Thanks. I get in and I toss him like four silver. So you guys are being rowed across the river. I would like spot checks, perception checks, because spot is not a thing. Man, I must be dr- already drunk. I'm five. Nineteen. All right, you are just kind of like I'm you playing know, with the pig. Exactly. I'm with the pig's kind of over the edge of the water, and he's leaning with his little a snout down and his snout will touch the water because he saves himself. He kind of snorts and gets water up his nose, and he kind of rolls on his back, and you laugh, and the pig laughs, and everyone's it's happy. Fun. Well, that's nonsense. <laughs> No sense of danger whatsoever. (laughs) You guys are crossing the main river. And the way that this works on these tiny boats is is that there's two lanes of the canal. And the water is circling both ways. The way that people defeat that, getting across on these ferries, is that there are ropes that go across. And there are gaps in the wall just wide enough for these ferries to get, for these basically raft ferries or raft boats to get get through. The, The ropes can be raised and lowered. So when ships go through, they just pull the ropes up. Exactly. So, but they can be lowered, so they can just pull themselves across. So oh, that's okay. so that's what's happening. Right it's a little oh. bit of detail. Yeah, I'm so just it's also, also have yeah. you ever noticed that whenever he gives an unnecessary amount of detail about a boring it's about thing, to fuck you. it's about to fuck no. you. Something <laughs> is about <laughs> to happen. You know, that's why I freaked out. It's like, 
So then the whirlpools are going this way, and there's a wall. I'm like, oh, here it comes. No, no, it's, it's like right before a boss battle. You get a bunch like, of health potions. And then guards rise up on a platform. Oh, like, over here is the like cemetery in the middle of the city, and here's this really long explanation for why the cemetery is in the middle of the city. And that certainly won't become, like, a patch of zombies in, like, another week. Let me carefully um, describe how these thin layers of like, rock are on these skeletons. Minutes about how the water flows across <laughs> the walls. Look, and, look like, I that's, just try. That's not going to be a thing. Who's the owner of that shop? I Brandon. just try to add some <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, you know what wasn't a threat? Brandon. Brandon's not going to fuck us. No. So as you are as you are crossing, you get to the center, and Brandon locks off the boat. There are basically these huge metal rings, and he locks off his raft frame for a moment inside that middle area between the two walls. And the ropes, ropes up! And the ropes go up as a ship sails past you. And you notice that it is definitely one of LaFleur's ships. Shit. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hit him. What's, what's going on? LaFleur. Who's LaFleur? And the ship <laughs> sails right past. Uh, I want perception rolls. See, that face is frequently how Friday feels, but <laughs> both of you. What do you mean, who? 18. 11. I've forgotten about him. Because I'm yelling at him. Who rolled 18? I didn't. All right. You are just up and down, up and down, looking at all parts of the Oh, yeah, ship. maybe he's on and the ship. You are just like, you just kind of glance at it and look up at the rails, and you see Baron LaFleur right at the rails, looking out over the ship as it sails oh, past Oh, it's that douchebag right there. Boom, you see him. He's right fucking there, and the ship just sails right past. You guys are right here, right, in the middle, and the ship is sailing this way towards the inner harbor, away mm. from the palace. Mm. Mm. Wouldn't it be uh, ironic but, if they end up saving us? <laughs> but, towards, yeah, but towards the council? Towards the inner harbor, so yeah, where the council would be. But there's a lot down there, so you can't just say towards the council because there's so much shit in the, in the inner harbor. Oh, what's the name of the ship? The Iron Crow. That is the name of the ship. The oh, Iron Crow. Ship names and not people names? Ship, ship names are easier yeah, than people. Names. Like, bam, yeah, bam, bam, bam. But that's already a thing, though. That's like from, uh, what's it called? Uh, it is. Game of Thrones. God damn it. Ah! Uh, the Iron. The Iron. Oh, yeah. Well, it is. Uh, no, also, Iron, iron makes it sound like it's, 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 it's made of ironwood, so let's not do that. Uh, the Silver Herring. The Crimson Rape. The Silver Herring? <laughs> No, you know what's fine? The silver herring. I like that. Don't mind me. I'll yeah. just name everything. The silver herring. <laughs> That's fine. I'm the DM. <laughs> you know, like, you know, you wanna, you I create a million gold. You guys want to name ships. You want to name people, not Randolph. I am absolutely fine <laughs> with you jumping in. But Brandon's okay. Brandon's um, okay because you'll never fucking see that asshole again. Well, we'll, and we'll, we'll see about that. We'll, we'll see. see about that. Oh, you know what? Now Brandon's I do want to make right here. Hey, let's find yep. Brandon. Yep. <laughs> so we need to head to the open air market. and After the Baron LaFleur ship because that's where it's heading as well apparently at least it's going that direction oh really yeah. well then to one degree or another i'd like to kind of also keep an eye on that ship you could shadow the ship there are it, again they're not moving that fast the sails aren't up it's just being carried by a current so maybe three to five miles an hour what do you think should we follow them no dora well, would just be like follow me and yeah, then just go yeah, no, yeah. Like, okay <laughs> Come on, and, and this way, be like, okay. Let's go, Winkers. And Erica's like, yep. And right along with you. Who just snorted? Was that you? Yeah. That was good. Thank you. Do you know I tried to look for sounds of a, of a pig? Yeah, and I had to stop because all the, loud no and no because obnoxious? no well yes that but the majority of sounds that are being returned to me were slaughterhouse sounds and oh. the third one i was like i can't listen to this anymore and it's, it's, so it's there's more no way sounds. really yeah yeah it was, just for like it, you wouldn't be warned it would be like piglets dot wave and you'd start it and there's like machinery and squealing pigs and i'm like 
Oh, thanks. Great. So Night no point. anchors, no. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> you face the iron golem. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You wake up. So no. Go back to sleep. It's like Zion, Zion, and you pop awake, and you are in the same position you guys were, but now you are chained to the floor. There are shackles on your arms that run into heavy chains that run through a loop that's you know basically that's embedded in the wood of the wagon. That's also banded with iron, so it's not just wood. And then there are chains that go to your feet as well. So you're just kind of hunched over, locked to yourself and to the floor. There are two guards in your cabin, and they are the same ones you knocked out, mm. and they look pissed. I'm really sorry, guys. I'm just trying to survive. Okay, you get cracked in the face. He just, he just kind of whack, just hits you. Shut up. Well, then Perry and I, I guess, sit quietly, and you know, I'm, not, I'm not planning on trying to escape again. Okay, so here's where we all are right now. Zion and Para are in a wagon being taken to the council. The council sits just north and west of the inner harbor, the center of which is nine on the Ani map. Torvik and Doro have been circling around some of the inner wards just outside of that harbor and are now making their way down into it in pursuit of Baron Lafleur and his ship. And while that's all happening, Phryne and her father are way up northwest and are being taken by a very fancy carriage to the palace. Ani's grand palace sits in a center of circular walls that surround the compound, cut clean through the middle by the great canal that empties into a huge basin surrounding the palace. This basin is lined completely with white limestone and sparkles under the moonlight. It was said to be a gift from the great god of the moon, Ayus, and is therefore named after him. Just before this base, it's a massive park dotted with fountains and exotic birds and plants and fauna. There's a half a mile of perfectly manicured lawn in either direction from the canal, as this perfect park seems to stretch on forever in all directions, lined on either side by two towering walls. Once your wagon passes through both of these intersections, you are led to a bridge, one of two that spanned this Bay of Ayus, and provides access to the smaller manicured land within that holds the palace. Jagged black rock rises up from behind it, as the palace seems carved directly from this small mountain. It is a massive cylinder, some 150 feet high, and carved of the same black rock of the mountain behind it. It is connected on either side by the aqueduct walls, and water pours from the top of it down into this aqueduct and into the city. You are paying way too much attention to everything that's going Getting on around you. Yeah. Around. I don't want to get caught so, by the guards. But you're not looking across the river. Fortunately, Torvik is. As you guys get to right about here, so you're right, you know, maybe 20 minutes outside. So of northwest the harbor. of the center circle of right. Ani. On the southern side of the canal. On the northern side of the canal, a carriage rolls past you and you Torvik, since you actually saw it before, recognize it as one of her father's carriages. Dora, check that carriage out. Doesn't look familiar. Rolling straight past you at a good deal of speed. There are two guards of Ani on top of it, and that's what you can see. And there's a blasted door on the side. And there is a <laughs> fucked up door on the back that has been like 
like it's like it's charred and blasted. It's been and it's been held together with ropes. It's been retied and held on. That carriage, I've seen that carriage before. It, it's it's part of uh, Franny's. Now I see the carriage. Franny's yep. now you see the father's carriage group. He he. That's where they run. And it's got. Looks like there's burns all over it. I would assume that meant Para was on that carriage. We're gonna have to follow it. So Baron LaFleur's <laughs> ship is sailing towards the harbor as this carriage races towards the harbor as you guys are now oh, moving we're all going the same at way? a decent rate oh, of speed towards the I harbor. I thought we were going split directions. You guys are all going the oh, same okay. way. Well, if we're all going the same way, then I'm gonna watch all two of them then <laughs> while we're going down there. So you guys are gonna keep a decent rate of speed to yes. keep up with both That's things. Like a I will sprint. Two more rolls of stealth, but I would like them at disadvantage. <laughs> I need Because that one's a 20. I need it at disadvantage though. Well, so minus... You roll no, no, you roll two dice and pick the lowest. Two dice, pick the lowest. And pick the lowest. 14 and 10. Okay. To be fair, though, the other dice said uh, 23 yeah. and 25. And yeah, so, <laughs> so. Okay. so you are you race down quickly, and you are getting, you guys, you know, you are getting both you and Torvik through the streets rather fast. You're on a straight run now. You're not really, but you know, diving in, in between the buildings because you have to, to basically stay along the canal to keep both the ship, which is pulled a good distance away from you, and the wagon, which is not pulled quite as far away from you, both in sight, right? So you're running down. You get to right outside of this area. Now this green area throughout the center is all parkland. Then you are taken inside and you are escorted off to the right where you are brought into a lavish private dressing room. There is a tub that has been already drawn and there are a series of dresses laid out. All traditional kind of Ryland colors. Apparently, you know, there's it's a very official thing. So there's some dresses, there are some longer and shorter options, but all look, you know, very tasteful and very well done. Do I recognize any of the handmaidens? Not these ones, no. Purses. Are there any sort of hidden pockets anywhere in this gown? There are no pockets in this gown. Um, all However, right. there are a series of handbags, like a over-the-shoulder kind of throw. So thing. I beckon to one of the handmaidens. Yes, ma'am. And I so a pocket in the ship? Yeah. So you are ready for your audience. All right. Okay, so there, uh, I guess you ring to alert them. The doors are flung open, and there are several people in the hallway. There are some people that your, that your father works with that are also in full dress outfits, and your father is in a glorious tailored suit, and he goes to meet you. Shall we, my dear? Do you take it? I do, but, I mean, I don't look at him. Sure. I don't acknowledge him. Right. I just <laughs> rest my fingers like in the crook of his elbow at the precise right angle and level of pressure for protocol. Yes, but that's it. Not a singular hint of affection. Or or less. Like, right. I refuse <laughs> yeah. to... Perfect by the book. You will yeah. participate as much as you absolutely have to. Yeah. So you guys are walked around to the front of the palace. There are a bunch of guards in full dress uniforms, and they all bow and move to the side and throw open the main doors to the central palace chamber. It is a huge open cylindrical room. In the center of the room is several circles on top of each other that form a pedestal. On the top of that is the throne. About 100 feet above that is a flat glass base where a gigantic glass cylinder sits directly above the throne room and inside this tapered room. So it meets at the top and, and goes straight down. There is a single blue sapphire 
suspended in the middle of this huge column of glass and water explodes out of it continuously, filling this well of glass and rushing to the surface and then out along the tops of the wall. As the doors burst open, trumpets blare. And for a second, you're just kind of startled by them because you weren't expecting there to be a trumpets. And as the very next second, you recognize they're playing a wedding march. That's why your dad's in a full dress uniform. And that's why everyone else is in full dress uniform. And you're about halfway to the throne before you look up and see that the queen, the new queen, who used to be the great, great granddaughter, a princess, is also in formal wedding attire. Thank you for joining us for episode 14 of God's Fall, To Have and To Hold. Remember, if you go to godsfall.com, there's a ton of maps, including a gigantic map of Ani that should really help center you guys as to where we have been, especially since we've split up the party for an entire game. I've also got a bunch of notes on our website, including people of Ani, character sheets from the players, as well as some imagery we've collected to give you an idea of what the city might look like. I hope you guys have enjoyed the audio in the back half of this episode. The cleanness of it really gives me a lot of options as far as layering in sound. And it keeps it from being overwhelmed so the dialogue can always be cleanly heard. I'm going to get that rig as often as I can for the podcast, but eventually Mark's going to have to charge me for it. So if you guys go to Patreon and pledge just a little bit each month, we can guarantee we sound that good all the time. And if you guys want to hear me talk about God's Fall in detail and also why I enjoy building these worlds and why I like being a DM, check out the RPG Academy podcast. I was interviewed by them last week and had a really fun discussion that I think some of you might enjoy. The podcast comes out Thursday and there's a link on the God's Fall website to them. So thank you all again for listening to God's Fall and we'll see you next week. (laughs) 